ability to have uh, that kind of acceptance uh, of our hospital inside Kunduz didn't happen by mistake. Uh, Michiel uh, Hoffman was the country representative in Afghanistan when MSF returned, and he was involved in the negotiations to, to set up uh, these kinds of projects. So he'll give us an insight behind the, so behind the scenes in terms of what it took to be able to have uh, on the 29th of September, two people knock on our door to say, you're welcome, please continue to work. All right, uh, thank you, uh, Jonathan. Uh, because sometimes when uh, you read in the, the newspapers about an MSF hospital being bombed, it sort of gives the impression that uh, we are just a bunch of doctors that goes into a conflict and then hopes for the best. Uh, but that's uh, not how it works, and uh, especially not with uh, a trauma center, because a trauma center treats war wounded. Uh, so we do it for any normal hospital, but with a trauma center it's even more important uh, to get a complete and unambiguous agreement from all the parties in the conflict, uh, not just that you can run the hospital, but that you can treat everyone. Because uh, people most likely to get wounded and needing surgery are the fighters in a conflict. Uh, on both sides. Now in Afghanistan uh, in uh, 2009 and 2010 when I was doing those negotiations is not the same as Afghanistan now. It was still in uh, the middle of uh, the uh, deployment of uh, the international forces. It was in fact the time that more international forces came in. The, it was called uh, the, the surge uh, by uh, Obama at the time uh, when uh, things were getting out of hand and they were losing control that he brought in an extra 50,000 troops to uh, uh, a bit modeled on uh, what happened uh, earlier in, uh, in Iraq uh, to uh, just bring in an enormous amount of troops to, uh, to solve the, the situation. And when we uh, engaged in those negotiations, it was therefore extremely polarized. Uh, the whole uh, logic of uh, you're with us or against us uh, was still very much alive in, uh, in 2009, and not only on the part of the American forces, actually on, uh, on both sides. And so one of the problems that I had was that uh, when you talk to troops on the ground, uh, whether it was the Americans or the, the, the Taliban, they were completely uh, stuck in a very polarized narrative. Uh, so for the Americans, this was, uh, we are not fighting human beings, we are fighting terrorists, and they don't deserve healthcare. Uh, and for the Taliban, it was, uh, we are against all foreigners, uh, and you're occupying our land, and uh, uh, we have the right uh, to kill any foreigner that uh, comes into our land. Uh, so to get an agreement of uh, this kind to run a war trauma center which includes the right to, uh, to treat uh, combatants, so fighters uh, from the opposition and from the, the government side uh, alike, uh, took about one and a half years. Uh, one, because it was quite uh, complex. You had, of course, the two main forces uh, of the, the Taliban on one side and uh, the United States on the other side. In Kunduz, uh, you had uh, German troops that would have different rules of engagement, as uh, they call it now, than uh, the American troops. Uh, you had uh, uh, certain fractions uh, within the, uh, the opposition uh, that uh, meant uh, there was, a, uh, at minimum, two opposition groups that we needed to get an agreement with. Uh, and we actually went uh, to have those agreements uh, in, in person. Uh, so we went to uh, Washington, we went to uh, Tampa, uh, Florida, where the central command uh, of uh, the US Army is based. Uh, we actually went to Berlin uh, to, uh, to talk to the, 
military commanders of the, the German army. We went to uh, undisclosed locations in uh, Pakistan and uh, the Gulf countries uh, to talk to uh, what uh, they call themselves the Islamic Emirates of Afghanistan, not uh, the Taliban, but also to some of the other fractions uh, like the Haqqani network or Hezb Islami uh, that also had troops in the, the vicinity. And the conversation uh, was almost always the, the same. Uh, so when we were sitting with uh, uh, the Taliban and said you need to respect the Geneva Conventions, uh, so therefore if we uh, treat a government soldier or even the exceptional case, an American soldier, although that is unlikely because they have their own medical facilities, uh, then you have to respect that you don't come into the hospital and uh, bring your war inside the hospital because that is part of the international humanitarian law. And the Taliban would say, yeah, we understand that, uh, but why would we abide by the international humanitarian law when uh, the Americans don't do it? And then three weeks later, when we were sitting in uh, Tampa, Florida, with uh, the special forces of the U.S. Army, it is surprisingly similar that uh, the conversation uh, that they had. Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, uh, I know that uh, some idiot signed uh, the IHL uh, 45 years ago. Uh, but uh, since the Taliban don't respect the IHL, we don't have to respect it. And uh, it actually took uh, quite a long uh, kind of a ping-pong conversation, uh, which at a certain point became quite ridiculous. Uh, where uh, we would sit in Tampa, Florida and said, well, actually, uh, next week we're going to meet the, the Taliban. Oh, when you're going to meet the Taliban, can you tell them that? <laughs> or vice versa, when we were sitting with the Taliban, and we said we're going to go to uh, Washington next week. Oh, when you see the Americans, uh, please give them this message. Uh, we have to be quite firm to say, look, we're not your post, uh, postman. If you want to negotiate with each other, be my guest. But... Uh, don't use us for it, but uh, the biggest difficulty was to get them to accept. But uh, in the end, after one and a half years, we uh, opened uh, the trauma hospital because in the end, we got very explicit agreements uh, from the opposition, the, the Taliban, and from the US and the, the German forces that were active uh, at the time, and of the Afghan uh, security forces, the government forces, uh, that uh, not only could we run the hospital, but that they would respect the, the, our right and our duty to treat everyone. Uh, also, just for the simple fact that as a doctor you can't expect us to uh, ask people who they work for uh, before we tend to their, their medical needs. Uh, so that is uh, very clearly. So that's why uh, at the, that time, uh, just a few days before the, the attack, uh, from the air on the hospital when the, the Taliban came to the gate uh, that they politely said we are in control now but we understand uh, the agreement that is in place uh, and that's why we are so firm I think now uh, with the US because we had agreed that we were allowed to treat everybody and that agreement seemed to uh, have disappeared somewhere along the way.